right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Big Six Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. This is uh, Wednesday show, Wednesday, April 10th. The Masters are already on up- upon us, almost upon us. Um, if you want to watch the Masters, the best sporting event, I know I'm an NFL guy, I don't care, the Masters is the best sporting event. You can watch it all for free. Use CBS Sports. Go download the CBS Sports app or go to cbssports.com slash masters first cut. And while you're checking out the CBS Sports app, make sure to check out CBS Sports HQ. Kyle Porter, my pal who does the golf stuff, is going to be live from Augusta National all week long. If you want to catch Amen Corner, the featured groups, 15 and 16, uh, we got, uh, all kinds of cameras. We got all kinds of streams. Use CBS Sports and the CBS Sports app, cbsports.com slash Masters First Cut. Speaking of people who appear on CBS Sports HQ and do incredible work for us. Speaking of people who could get cut. Jason Lockenfora. What's up, buddy? Hey, hey. We're way into April now, huh? By the time this comes out, it's going to be April 10th. Yeah, it is. It's a whole week and a half into April. Definitely not March anymore. It's certainly not February. It, it is not. It is. Uh, it is. It is. We are mid- how many, I wonder how many days it's been since the Super Bowl. I'll have to look that up. Uh, it feels like it's been a lot because we've done a podcast. Probably a lot. Every, a lot of days. Every, every single days day. with a Z at the end. Days. <laughs> like wins with a Z. Uh, do you, I don't know. I don't ever know how to feel about. Like I'm a little wary of anybody who opens up a bar. With like a Z, like there's a place in High Point where I where I'm from that's like Tipsy's Tavern, and they did it with a Z, and the food is really good, and like the atmosphere is great, but I just can't. It's hard get... to take them seriously though. Yeah, like why wouldn't you just be Tipsy's with an S? Why'd you need? Yeah, a there's Z? some on the local sports talk station here in Baltimore. They keep advertising. Like I get out nowhere anymore. By the way, like I have no clue. Like people are like you've been so and so, you've been so and so. I'm like I don't. I've been nowhere. But uh, I guess it's called like some new sports bar downtown. And it's called like Buzz with three Z's. And I am already so annoyed at these commercials that it's like, I'm not like, you know what I mean? Like if somebody threw me out of a helicopter with a parachute and I landed on the roof of this place, like I'm walking down the street to get a beer somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like I'm already thoroughly annoyed. Like, can you imagine? And I I have no skin in the game. What, what if it were like Jimmy's seafood? Like, like what what do we, you know what I mean? Like what if you I was there on Friday with Josh Jacobs. So if it's Jimmy's, Jimmy's famous seafood, I'd do anything for Johnny Crab Cake and my boys there. No, but I'm saying how wouldn't you find Jimmy's famous seafood, which is an institution in your area? Wouldn't you find it less appealing if it was Jimmy's apostrophe Z? Like that would be like that. Would no, be, they would never do that. They're not cheesy ex- like that. Exactly. That's my point. I'm saying, but like anybody who does the Z, get out of here with the Z. Um, I'm thinking back though. I can remember like, wasn't there? a brand like Jimmy Z's back in the day of like shorts or something like that. There might have been. I feel like that was like post Ocean Pacific. I'm probably dating you a little bit. How old are you? Uh, no, I get uh, you're I like get, 40. You're right. Jimmy Z shorts. Jimmy shorts. Yeah. Right. Huh. Jimmy with apostrophe Z. Yeah. Like Man. I can remember being a kid going to like skate shops and stuff. And I feel like Jimmy Z's was a thing. This is like when Stussy was, was where they have um, priest. I think this is priest. Like, I think this is like Stussy or Post- Stussy? ocean Pacific, but like kind of pre like late eighties, early nineties, Stussy explosion and stuff like that. Okay. Jimmy's yeah. Jimmy's world.com offers. They have a uh, like link, like, Mid, uh, like right around knee level denim shorts in all, in multiple yeah. colors. This is a disaster. Yeah. It's just a. Like, I feel like it was coming out of jams. Do you remember jams? Yeah, or like around the same era as jams? They got Zuma shorts. Totally forget, forgettable. Totally. If you, if, if kids out there, if you're not familiar with jams, don't Google it. Just live in oblivion. You don't want to, you don't want to see it. You don't want to know it. You don't want to smell it. 
I don't think you want to. We should ask Prisco though. If he, he's probably too old. He was probably too old for jams. Oh my God! There's a jumbled Jimmy's long sleeve tee with a J I M M Y apostrophe Z across it, and like station wagons with surfboards hanging out of it. Yeah, this yeah, the station. Yeah, the long boards. Yeah, I'm, I refuse to look at it. I can't go back there. To ah, there's a there's a long sleeve man's t-shirt, black with a leopard print Z on it. Just a giant wow. F and Z in leopard print. This is incredible, man. Um, okay, well let's. Uh, there we go. So I hijacked your podcast already. I don't mind. This is see, people. We're doing pods, P O D Z. Pick pick six podcasts. Um, people, yes. I should I should probably tighten it up a little. People have been complaining in the iTunes reviews, and you can leave an iTunes review if you like it. Leave a positive one. People have been getting blasted for going off on tangents. They're like, "Hey, Brinson, tighten it up." Like, "Hey, Dude, man, you can't you can't cater to the people." You're like. Kirk Cobain, your audience hasn't been born yet. Just you do you, and they'll come around. They'll eventually figure out the genius of your ways. I mean, it's April, man. F conformity. F conformity. It's it's April. Like it's hard to it's hard to keep this thing tight. Uh, I should also point don't look out, at the comments. You're supposed to look at the comments. Don't look at the comments. I'm gonna find. Uh, I'm gonna find when we did. Was anybody asking? Well, how could we haven't had Lock and Four on in like three weeks? Um, you don't need to lie if they haven't. I'm just just asking. No, yeah. I mean, people are like probably not. Yeah, I mean, people people ask, but it's like it's just we're just churning through this pre-draft uh, period where it's like we're desperate. Swag. Yeah, um, I, I want to point out though that on April sixteenth, that will be no, I'm wrong. Why was it? No, it was April sixteenth. It was it April? Wait, holy crap! You know what? Of last year? No, I'm trying to figure out when we launched this daily when we went daily. And uh, oh, oh my god, I'm an idiot. It was uh, it was uh, April 9th. It was yesterday <laughs> or today, as I'm talking to you right now. So it's probably like right after the tournament or the day of the, tor- the day of the tournament final or whatever. It was April 9th was when we uh, switched this thing to daily. Mm-hmm. And uh, happy and- anniversary! Wow, how cool! Um, that's as as we're recording it today. That is perfect for this. Podcast. How much extra cash is that put in your pocket, Will? The uh, zero, zero dollars. That's what I, that's zero, what I thought. Zero, zero dollars. I had a hunch. Uh, I had a hunch. But it is slowly eating away at my marriage, so we got that going. Well, there you go. Well, there's, you know, trade off. Life's trade offs. You get nothing. You get nothing in return. I get no cash. Other than heartburn. I get the t- that's, that's how it works. No cash. Welcome to the media in twenty. Uh, what are the years? Is twenty nineteen, kid. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk some. Uh, let me ask you this: I don't want to die. I don't want to stick on the Steelers drama too long. But do you hear anything out of Pittsburgh about? Um, about the Antonio, are they just like, what is, the, 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 they're just like, what is he gonna, like, when will this die? When will this be over? Like, yeah. you know, and I'm like, it's not, you're like, get ready for Latrobe, baby, in late July. The first three days are gonna be all about the dude who's out in Oakland now. I mean, is he gonna, is he just gonna keep talking, like, why won't Antonio Brown stop talking about Pittsburgh? Like, like, this is, like, like, he's, he's getting him attention. I mean, what, he felt like underappreciated where he was, and now he's got six months. Until he plays a game that matters for the place he is, so this is like you remain relevant. Like you're, you're he, he's never put on an Oakland Raiders jersey, and he's probably the most talked about player in the NFL. But he's like, he's like the guy who, like, he's like somebody on Facebook who uh, breaks up with his ex and then starts posting new pictures of his of his girlfriend, who's um, you know maybe a little like you know maybe not as classy, but you know pretty hot and. And, and, but then, like, instead of continuing to post about his new girlfriend, um, he's continuing. He's just ready. He's like, 
screw screw Jen, like like Jennifer like what like just random name I mean like like his old like he won't stop posting. Jennifer with a Z yeah 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 screw screw like he won't stop talking about his old his ex like why won't he just leave your ex alone and go be you, with the new person he's like I'm trying to think of somebody I could use as an example nobody is really mm. jumping out at me or nobody I don't want to piss off <laughs> um. <laughs> But she doesn't. It's like the whole thing of like good publicity, bad publicity. It's all the same. You know what I mean? Just, just, all, all just be relevant. Like, yeah. just be, you know, part of the zeitgeist. Like, just be somebody who people are jabbering about or tweeting about. Like, I think he's fine with that. You know, I don't think he's reading the comments, but he can look and see. Holy crap! I got you know fifteen thousand comments to that tweet. Mm. Like, I think he's smart enough to know. You know, seventy-five percent of them are telling me to go to hell. Yeah. But. You know, I, I just think that's where he's at, and it's going to be a long time before he does anything of relevance in his new NFL city. So in the meantime, you know, he he, he look, and and part of this is just, and it's also an S storm for the Steelers. Yeah. You know, now like Juju's got nothing to gain by even engaging with him. You know, but he's young, and I get it, and I've you know I've been way older than him and been caught up in that crap online. It's you know it's hard to take the high road. It really is, especially when it's as personal as it's become between those two. But, like, he's just feeding in. This is what, you know what I mean? They're still talking about A.B. and Pittsburgh. Why? Because now, you know, it's no longer about him and Ben. Now it's about him and Juju, you know? And I'm sure he's trying to get in Juju's head. And, you know, Juju's got to be the man now. And we'll see what that looks like without that other dude on the outside opening things up. And we'll see if they get a real, you know, move, impact, tight end in this draft. I would think they will. But if they don't, and this is who they're going to play with on Sundays, it's going to be more pressure on everybody. And, I mean, you could say whatever you want about Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, but that's, you know, in an average year, I won't say an average year, let's say if, if they have one of their average good years, you know what I mean, where they're playing, they're not hurt, and, and they're available, and they're engaged. I mean, that's 3,400 yards from scrimmage and, you know, possibly 24 touchdowns. Yeah. That's not in that offense anymore. Do you think that I think you know that you would have gone into last season counting on, right? Because nobody thought his own teammates thought Le'Veon was showing up right up until you know that Tuesday before the season started when he didn't. So like that's third, that's you know thirty four. You're thinking Bell just caught eighty five balls the year before, right? Like you're penciling him in for two thousand yards from scrimmage. The other guy probably fourteen hundred yards. You know Le'Veon ten touchdowns. The other guy twelve to fifteen. What? It's a lot of offense. The plot guy, you know, who's more Batman, you know, more maybe perhaps more Robin than a Batman. I don't know that he's going to fill it all, and he's that's got to be going. Everybody in that organization's wondering it, so of course Juju's wondering it too. Yeah, and now he's got Batman still in his head from you know thirty five hundred miles away. I, I don't know. <laughs> It's really mean of Batman to like sit like sit out in Oakland and yell about. It. I mean, like, I mean, at, at this point, Antonio Brown is really... he's totally willing to play the heel. Like, that's the part I think people just have to get over. Like, yeah. he's he's into playing this character for a while now. He's going to be the Joker. Like, is he going to be the Joker come September tenth? I don't know. I think by then he's got you know bigger fish to fry. But like, is he going to be yapping about Pittsburgh through August? Like, you know, through their training camp? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Is he going to be trying to goad Ben and Pouncey and uh, Juju and whoever else into getting in a war of words with him? Sure. There's no expectations 
for the Raiders, right? Even with all they've done this offseason, like John Gruden ain't on the hot seat. You know what I mean? Like, but would A.B. love to still stir the pot there in Pittsburgh and get the turmoil and the tumult going and people talking about Tomlin's job security? Sure. I mean, it's clear that he it wasn't just about leaving Pittsburgh. It was about leaving Pittsburgh, right, and dropping a few bombs on the way out. And he he dropped a lot of bombs. He's like still he, dropping them. Yeah. There's still there's still ripple effects. Part of it is because we're in this dead portion between you're too far from the draft. Like everybody wants to know what's going to happen in draft. I mean, teams haven't even started bunkering down to finalize. You know, to finally set their boards for good. Yeah, I mean, we're I mean, the we're, trade we're, stuff doesn't even happen until the week of the draft at this yeah, point. Yeah, and then we don't even have the schedule out yet, right? That'll be the next thing that everybody obsesses about. You know, next week, probably midweek or whatever, when the schedule comes out. Yeah. So we're in this void, right? We're in this vacuum, and this guy is like, well, what do I got to lose? You know what I mean? I'm working out down South Beach, and then I got, you know, six hours a day where I can mess with people's heads. It's, man, it's crazy. You're right. In, in, as long as, like, Juju didn't clap back or anything, but he took a, you know, he took the high road response, but any any response whatsoever. If is, you engage at all. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to keep. Just, you're you're, you're feeding, prolonging it. Yeah, you're just feeding the. You're feeding the now is another cycle. Is AB going to respond to that, right? And then that's the whole. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, does any. Look, if Juju goes out and, you know, has 1,200 yards and, you know, 10 touchdowns, who can, then it's all BS. But um, it's clear AB is trying to ratchet some stuff up. Yeah, it is. Go outside? I can't do the W yet. Come on, let's just go outside. <laughs> um, what uh, what would you say the chances are right now as of Tuesday, April 10th at 10 a.m. that Kyler Murray goes number one overall? I think it's 100%. Oh, really? Okay, so you, Pete Prisco said on this podcast last week that he thinks – there's a uh, a chance that that it's not Kyler Murray now. You think it is locked in, Kyler? I think it's Kyler. I think it's Kyler Murray. Okay. Is it a chance it's not Arizona? I mean, maybe. Okay. But I still think it's Kyler Murray. Okay. Um. All right. So they and, and more and and I mean, ninety five percent. I think it's. I mean, I. I, I think it, yeah. I mean, birds chirping. The Masters. It's are here. Kyler Murray to Arizona. I've believed that firmly since I ran into some people at the Combine who would have a pretty strong indication of what's happening, uh and they were unequivocal. And nothing I've heard since then has wavered from that. Okay. I mean... But everything has a price. You know what I mean? If somebody's willing to do something completely outlandish for the first overall pick, then you're not doing your job if you don't listen. But but you think if Arizona stays at number one, they're taking Kyler Murray and then figure out a way to dump Josh Rosen at some point after they take the first overall pick? Because I doubt they trade. And here's the thing about Josh Rosen and everybody's missing. Everybody's talking about how cheap he is for other teams. He's just that cheap for them. You know what I mean? Like, they already paid him. Like, him being on their roster for a year at 1.4, like, you think that, like, that's nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I mean, like, what's he really going to say? People are already down on it. You know, they were crapping on his attitude and all that stuff, I thought, unfairly and, 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 before the and, draft. you know, yeah. going above and beyond. But, like, if he's already sort of, like, the too smart for his own good, grumpy, you know, you know, know-it-all, know like, how's he going to help his calls by saying it? You know what I mean? He's in no position to say anything. Yeah. Like, did they kill him last year? Yes, but he still got killed. You know what I mean? Like, it's like one of those cartoon characters who, like, you drop the piano on, you know what I mean? And then he's, like, flat Stanley on the ground. Like, that was him. So what's he going to say? 
And is Kyler Murray making it through 16 games? So I don't, I don't think Josh Rosen enters in the equation one way or the other. Like, okay. At some point, they're hoping his trade value would increase. I would have just already had the auction and, 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 and done it. But I wouldn't have done many things that they've done over the last 18 months. So, so, so you, know, you could even do like I wouldn't a... have done much of the things that they've done going back to the, the, the last Carson Palmer extension. <laughs> like that's when, the, that's when they entered your fooling yourself territory, and they've been stuck there for a while now. So you could even do a, in theory, you could even pull, or I mean, a poor man's Breeze Rivers situation where you draft Kyler Murray number one overall, and you say, look, it's a competition. Let's see who wins. And if Josh Rosen plays his ass off, I mean, like, worse, I mean, like, there are way worse problems to have than two good quarterbacks. Like, I I, I mean, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying. Last year, they went to, they went to Rosen in, what was it, like week three? I feel like. Bradford played two games and a half of a game, yeah. something like that. Maybe maybe he played three games and a half of week four. So at that point, the moment that they escan Bradford, they've got basically $20 million in backup quarterbacks sitting on their bench. Yep. Right? Not including what they're paying Rosen, who was a top-ten pick. This year, like – they take Kyler Murray first overall. What's his his APY? Mm. Seven. Yeah, yeah. Eight. Yeah. It's cheap. You know what I mean? They're going to give him this, the bonus, yeah. but like, so you're going to have less than ten million dollars in quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and they all and 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 nobody's a stiff, and nobody's just collecting their last paycheck, and they all have upside. So if you, if you're Bidwell, you got to be saying, it, well, anything's better than last year, and this is potentially much better. So if we have devalued Rosen to the point where all we can get is a low two, high three for him, then let's see who's left standing without a quarterback after the draft. And if nothing changes then, you know, we, we tell the kid, hey, buck up. You're going to be learning a different system. And um, this other kid's skill set might be better for it than yours, but maybe it's not. And he's also 5'9". And, you know, it's, <laughs> we, didn't, we don't have a very good offensive line, as you know. And maybe we fixed it, but maybe we didn't. And if we didn't, you're probably playing by week six anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, that's how. I mean, it's sort of how it's like, you know, when they signed Mike Glennon and Sam Bradford, it's like, hey, listen, uh, Mike, and you know, drafted Josh Rosen. I mean, even then, it's like, hey, look, guys, uh, everybody's probably playing. <laughs> like, there's a there's a good right. chance. All I, hands on deck. Yeah, there's a good chance everybody's playing because somebody's going to get hurt because this offense, like everybody's, uh, you know, been dinged up forever, and this offensive line stinks. Um, Anything you would want to add to the Aaron Rodgers saga? I mean, we talked with Saga. We talked. I talked with Sean about this yesterday, but I don't know if you hear any buzz from that. Any any thoughts on um, on who's on who's who's to blame there? Yeah, I, I you know I, I think it's it's kind of akin to the Pittsburgh situation in that a lot of people probably could have done things a little bit differently, and and had they been cognizant of that in real time or cared enough to alter their, their, their mannerisms and their actions and their um, behaviors in real time, then, you know, maybe, maybe there's one more ring there and, and maybe it's, it's um, a, a different ending. People are going out a little bit more on, on their terms, but, you know, I also think there's a bit of naivete with that as well. I mean, these are, I mean, there's 32 starting quarterbacks 
on the planet, right? Going into any given season of 32 head coaches. Yep. Like it, it takes a certain mentality and uh, attitude and mindset to want those jobs in the first place. And then to experience the highest highs in those jobs with people who, you know, you may already have come into your relationship looking at a little bit sort of um, skewed, that stuff's eventually going to percolate and become more on the, you know, to the, to the, to the forefront. Uh, I, I've been writing about and talking about that situation for a while now. It seemed untenable to a lot of people going into the 2017 uh, season. And again, this is not Monday, you know, this is a Monday morning quarterbacking. This is real time reporting. Sure. Uh, it was kind of fractured and broken then. And, you know, the thing that nobody talks about, but I, I think was ultimately their undoing, had nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers, which is, like, had they not got so caught up in their own sort of gravitas to think that we're going to take this Hunley character and save our season with, like, <laughs> like, we won't consider Kaepernick. We don't need anybody outside of our cocoon. We had this guy in our camp, and we make quarterbacks, and we know quarterbacks. And even though Rodgers might miss three quarters of the season, and, and even though this division's up for grabs, right, and there's no, there's no, you know, Minnesota's starting to make their march, but, I mean, come on, Case Keenum, is anybody really fearing that? We're just going to punt on these, you know, eight games or whatever he played. Like, had they salvaged it and had, you know, and Rodgers come in and, and, and save the season and be the White Knight, I think it sets a whole different thing up for 2018, you know? I don't know that you're getting rid of Van Pelt and, and you know, throwing out the, you know, the baby with the bathwater. And I don't know that you're, you're so quick to kick Jordy Nelson and everybody else out of there. <coughs> Excuse me. I just wonder if that's a different <coughs> dynamic. And you've got more, at least something of a buy-in from Rodgers going into the final year. And maybe you keep some of his dudes around. Yeah. And I don't think you're doing another BS extension like the last time around. But let's face it, like, <clears throat> when a guy who's won like that takes a, takes a Rex Ryan extension, right? Takes an extension that's not really an extension. Takes a one-year extension just to stop everybody talking about his job security, you know, for nine more months. Let's just all buy ourselves nine months of less PR nightmare, right? By, by taking a deal that, yeah, it's guaranteed, but it's not really pushing the ball down the you – know, it's, not, it's not really extending him. Then you've got problems. Yeah. You know? And look, it was a, in Baltimore, it was a very similar situation. And then Lamar Jackson comes in and did what Hunley couldn't do the year before. He saves the effing season. He wins, you know, six of seven. You go from falling apart to winning the division, and now the guy gets a real extension. So, you know, that's, that's how it works. So I, I, think, I think all that kind of played into it. Um, you and I talked in real time about a couple of those performances from Rodgers last year. And there were people openly opining in that building and around the league that he's trying to get this guy fired. Yeah, yeah. No, we, I, I mentioned that to Sean yesterday. I was saying how we – I mean, I, I wrote about, about it. Yeah. We talked about it. I know I talked about it on HQ. Like, there were no shortage of people who were like, wow, I, you, you told me to go back and watch that film, and I watched it. And, You're oh, right. my God. Yeah. Like, it seriously looked like mutiny. Yeah. Um, hmm. All right, let's uh, let's take a quick break and then talk because there's another dramatic situation. There's a lot of drama around the NFL these days. Uh, very dramatic. Just how they also. like it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back. And we'll talk about crazy Russell Wilson trade scenarios.
The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers, I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe, the Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing, learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com, call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. All right, so your column is up on CBSSports.com. Well, let's hope. We're tempting fate, but yeah. We like to tempt fate. As we get in our DeLorean and go forward 24 hours, (laughs) sure. Sure, it's up. The infrastructure, the infrastructure, as it were, provided you have filed the forum to put it up on the interwebs. Sure. You, you have you have sent it to somebody to put up on the on the interwebs, right? <laughs> I would say eight hours from now in the future in the DeLorean I have filed said column. Yes. Whether or not Probably so, not eight. Probably more like six. Ten. Ten, okay, ten. It's ten now. I'm thinking like by nine I'll say eleven. By nine tonight that has been emailed in for editing. To put it in a position to be posted 24 hours from now, I would assume, maybe. So sure, Hopefully. maybe it'll be... When uh, do you throw this up? Uh, this will be up at like 8 a.m. on ooh, Wednesday. Ooh, ooh, you, you might be ambitious with your I DeLorean. Think, I think that your column will be up within the hour, uh, by the time that people are listening to this. So, That's probably fair. With that in mind, where... Uh, if you're scoring at home, you know, I feel like somebody's sitting there with a pen now. So well, somebody, somebody who could we be, we should have a, we should have a gambling game. When will the column post? Well, somebody who could be like, I know Kevin, our editor, listens to this podcast, which means that he might be like, you guys are murdering. Now we're, we're putting the pressure on. Absolutely, yeah. If you need, you need, yeah, you need something done. You just mentioned on this podcast. Um, I will file it the night before. It will be filed tonight. But they won't know that it'll be filed last night. Anyway, last night, right? If, if you were painting, it'll be filed last night. What would be what would be the picture perfect situation for Russell Wilson? Did he did he wants to stay in Seattle, right? Do you think he wants to stay in Seattle? Does he want to go I think somewhere you else? Want, I mean, I think you I, I think you want to be wanted. I think you want to be enveloped and um, embraced and encouraged and loved up in the same manner that Arthur Blank and Rich McKay were loving up. Matt Ryan a year ago, which is the same time I'm sitting there saying, why isn't Seattle talking the same way about their quarterback? And the same way Mark Murphy would have been talking about Aaron Rodgers at last year's owners' meetings. Just a matter of when, right? He's going to be the highest-paid quarterback in the history of the world, just a matter of by how much. Um, 
He's everything. He's the franchise. He's the you know the moon and the sun and the stars. <laughs> That's a, uh, is that a Game of Thrones reference? That was a Game of Thrones reference, right? I don't want. I have no. I don't. I've never seen it. Oh well, they they do <laughs> use that. In the, in the, that was a, it's a Khaleesi says about Carl Drago is uh, he's the moon and the sun and the stars. Really? So yeah, good for you. Uh, good for you well, for accidentally referencing uh, Game of Thrones. There we go. Having never seen it. That's impressive. um, you know, it's the way. The Rooney family and Kevin Colbert would talk about Ben Roethlisberger right now. Yeah, they've been talking about him all offseason. I've never heard that out of Seattle Seahawks. Mm. And, you know, say what you might. I don't recall any of those teams. I'm sorry, those negotiating teams, any of the agents for those guys. I don't recall Tom Condon or Athletes First having to set an artificial deadline before spring practice, mm. you know, to try to get talks gone. Yeah. So... And, as again, it's not new information, as I've chronicled for a long time. If I'm Russell Wilson, if I'm representing Russell Wilson, I don't know that I'm even considering anything unless it starts with a four. You know, unless that first digit's a four. Wow. Or if it's a three, it's got more than a five next to it when you talk average per year. So, what is Russell? I mean, I, I, you, just don't, you just don't hear, you haven't heard. That kind of, this is our everything about him. And we're talking about, we just spent however many minutes talking about A.B., right? And he's been gone. Yep. Who did the Steelers pick in that fight, and how dramatically did they pick it? A.B. versus Ben versus the coach, right? Like all that stuff. How quickly was the owner and the GM and everybody else made it known publicly and privately that we're Team Ben? How long did that take? Uh, 30 seconds, maybe, maybe less, maybe five seconds. Uh, Richard Sherman goes on his Russell Wilson smear tour when he's no longer a Seahawk. Go back and read Klemko's article. I mean, there's like, there's not, you know, fiery statement after fiery statement defending Russell Wilson. It wasn't the kind of rhetoric that you got from the Steelers. It's not even close. That's true. Not even close. And that's a defensive back. You know what I mean? That's not, you know, that's, that's, that's. And a guy who'd been hurt for a couple years, and everybody kind of knew was going to be gone, you know. So, all the more reason why you could have really—that was the time to love up Russell Wilson and say we don't care about any of that BS, and to really go, if anything, err on the side of we're going to go overboard to let this this guy know that. Sherm's lost his mind. We won the Super Bowl yeah. because of Russell. We didn't win anything until Russell got here. He's a franchise quarterback. We're going to no, make sure it wasn't up. the kind of fiery response from the owner and the GM and the coach and everything else. It was kind of like, you know, a statement from the team kind of saying, oh, a lot of this is BS. And that was it. But here's the other part of it. There also wasn't the Mr. Allen's going to send his plane down to L.A. for you. You know what I mean? He, just, he wants you to have dinner with him tonight. Yeah. There was none of the behind-the-scenes massaging either, to my knowledge. Mm. All right, so And there wasn't a single conversation where the cap guy or whoever calls and says, hey, you know, let's, can we just float some numbers to you? It was literally radio silence. So, you know, and as it was happening in real time, I'm like, I'm not saying it's the end of the world, but I am going to say that, like, it's not going unnoticed. Like, he doesn't – I know people want to, like, think he lives in this cocoon, you know what I mean, where, like – he just drinks milk and works out and hangs out with Sierra. But, like, he's a smart dude. Like, he knows what's happening in Atlanta, right? Like, he, he sees what's happening in Green Bay. He sees what's about to happen in Pittsburgh. And that's never happened for him. It just hasn't. 
The whole so, the whole Jimmy so Fallon does it matter? thing. I mean, I think he's a human being. Like I think we all kind of look at different situations and say, well, what would it be like somewhere else? Sure. Yeah, of course we. Yeah, everybody looks at the grass as green on the other side. So with that in mind, I mean, with that in mind, where uh, where could like where would be a where's your top potential destination for Russell Wilson? Well, I, I, I mean, look, they can string this out for three more years if they want to. No, I'm saying like you know? a, like a crazy trade situation. Like let's talk crazy trades. Where where's your where's like. When you're putting together this column, when you when you put together this column, what was the? Because you have to start. I mean, like there's a, there's one that there's one that gets your mind brewing on the idea of the column. What was the top? What's the top potential trade? What about this one? How about this one? Arizona Cardinals. Wow. Get picked six and seventeen from the New York Football Giants plus a future first round pick. The New York Football Giants get Russell Wilson. The Seattle Seahawks get the first overall pick and take Kyler Murray. Wow! Wait, 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 wait. So the Cardinals get six and seventeen, and keep Josh yeah. Rosen. Yeah. They send one to. They the go C- right six. You could take Noah Fant, right? You could take you could take a potentially generational tight end, whichever the Iowa kids you like more. And at seventeen, you could still possibly take the first wide your, your pick of a wide receiver in the draft. And you think you've built your offensive lineup, and you 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 will remember how to use David Johnson after forgetting about how to use him for a year, and you say, "Hey, Josh, look at this. We built this all for you." Wow! And then you've got future draft capital too. I like that. The only thing is, like, I had a football person present that to me, and they're like, "I'm not going to tell you that like it's been talked about, but I'm not going to tell you that like maybe hasn't been whispered about." That's a great deal for the Giants, by the way. No, the only thing is, would if that actually, if something like that actually got cooking, would Seattle have to get more than just the first overall pick? Yeah, you know, would there have to be mid-round picks that get kicked around as well? Yeah, I mean, I think the would you. The problem like, is, like, does Arizona have to send the two also yeah. to Seattle? You know what I mean. So Seattle yeah. gets the first pick. Yeah. In the second round, too, or something like that. I mean, I think the problem is, that, yeah, because like Seattle, if I'm Seattle, I don't want to be involved in a trade where I send Russell Wilson away and somebody else gets two first round picks. You know what I mean? Like, I might even rather have, maybe they love Kyler Murray. I don't know. But I mean, I might rather have six and 17 than one. If you're Seattle, though, and you're moving off Russell Wilson, you, you need to have your you need to have your pick of any available quarterback. Is there a, is there a thought process in Seattle that maybe they can just do what they did with Russell again and find a third round quarterback? I mean, I, mean, I don't know that I don't know that that's the thrust of what they're thinking. I mean, obviously it has to be in the back of it. Like they did it, you know what I mean? It happened. Like it's sure. not like they're not cognizant of it. And I don't think they're pushing anything. But the whole league's watching this Russell Wilson thing. And like if we get to April fifteenth and nothing's happened, you know. Would an enterprising mind in Arizona or New York make some phone calls? Why not? Sure. I mean, hell, I'd call. You know, would Seattle? I mean, maybe they get maybe they get Kyler Murray and they get the first pick of the second round. If you're Arizona, why don't you call and be like, "We'll give you Josh Rosen in the first overall pick for Russell Wilson." No, I don't. Think that wouldn't get it done. Okay. Well, if that won't get I don't it done. Think that gets it done. Okay. I mean, if that won't get it done, then the then just the first overall pick won't get it done either. You know what I mean? Like if if like I mean, but to your point, like maybe the Giants have to send a second, 
or like a second round pick to Seattle and a second round pick to Arizona. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, think yeah. there's got to be yeah. like ancillary picks. Yeah. That get worked out. I think if you're the if you're any all right so all right so what uh, who else who else might be a, a landing spot for Russell Wilson? What other crazy? Because now all of a sudden you've opened up a a three way three way situation, which means that anything is on the table. Who else? Uh, what other sort of concoctions have you come up with? In this? What about Seattle getting all three <laughs> Raiders of Oakland's? So four, one, twenty-four, twenty-seven, for Russell Wilson, uh-huh. and then Derek Carr goes to the Giants, <laughs> Giants. For, right for free for like seventeen. Ooh. So the Raiders would get Russell Wilson and seventeen. The Seahawks would get four, twenty-four, and twenty-seven, and the Giants would get Derek Carr. Yeah. That's not a crazy idea. That's a good deal. That's a great deal for the Raiders. You're basically giving up four and... I mean, you basically have traded... You've basically... I mean, it isn't, it isn't. You, you've traded Amari Cooper and Khalil Mack, albeit not having paid them yet. For Russell Wilson. And a one for Russell Wilson. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, it's not quite all that. You know what I mean? Because they got ancillary picks for both those guys. But the crux of those was, you know, these extra ones this if, year. I mean, if if John Gruden had called the Seahawks last year before the season started and said, we'll give you Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper for Russell Wilson, the Seahawks would have hung up, right? Maybe not hang up. They would be like, John, that's a that's – a- I, I don't think they'd hung up. I mean, I think they would have said, you're not there, but we're in – you know, we can talk – we can try to talk this out. John Snyder would be like, hey – John, thanks for the call. I mean, call. they're this smart. Is... Like, John Snyder's not going to hang up the phone on anybody. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, Everybody, right. they're not calling you with their best. You know what I mean? With the with the most they would give up. Right. They're just calling you to see if they're remotely in the ballpark enough to foster future conversations. So I do like the idea of John John Snyder giving this call. It's like Gruden. He's like, hey, what's up? What's up, Grudes? He's like, hey, uh, yeah, uh, just thinking, like, you know, I know it's August, but uh, Khalil Mack, Amari Cooper, you give me Russell Wilson. What do you think? He's like, ah, uh, that's a – <laughs> okay, that's an interesting. I was like, can you imagine that trade going down before the season? But I mean, and, and obviously, I think the, the the difference with the ones though, which why the ones are okay. Khalil Mack's a different animal. I mean, Khalil Mack yeah. has a potential trade chip. Right, I think right. anybody starts listening. Yeah. But even Amari and where Amari was at that point in Oakland. Yeah. Like, would you rather have Amari Cooper knowing that in a year if he plays well, you're going to have to pay him eighteen a year? You know what I mean? Or would you rather go draft another Amari Cooper and not have to pay him for six years? Hey, they, they had to pay Khalil Mack too. I mean, they had to, they had to pay both. Yeah, right. I, yeah. Khalil I mean, Mack was getting paid right that very moment, and then Amari Cooper, if he has a de- decent season, is going to have his hand out come this time, right? Come next spring. I think. So, the, would you rather have the ones knowing they're a fixed cost? Yeah. For five years, plus one of them's probably getting franchised. If there are any good. Well, I think the interesting thing about this hypothetical three-way trade, too, is that the Seahawks have managed to, over the course of the last 365 days, completely reboot their roster and their franchise in a positive way. They made, they won 10 games last year in a rebuilding year. Um, you know, they, they got better on offense. They can run the ball effectively now. Uh, they need well, and to your, and, and to your earlier point about Ro- Rosen, I don't know that he would be Seattle's cup of tea. But if you're sitting there with all that draft capital, then maybe you know what I mean. You send it to to Arizona for Rosen. Yeah, and then you work out your quarterback situation for this year. That that would be my yeah. only concern about this sort of trade for the Seahawks is that they then have to on the well, fly. They're, they're, 
figure out what they, they might be able to get the kid from Duke in the second round. You know yeah, what I mean? If yeah, he's their so. cup of tea, I mean, you you still got options. I mean, you might be able to get Haskins at seventeen. No, you'd be four twenty four and twenty seven now. Right, right, right. So yeah. uh, you could look twenty four and twenty seven. You you, you can go package. anywhere you want from there. Yeah, you, you, right. You can get into the top ten, no problem. You could dominate the second round, no problem. Maybe you're getting Kyler Murray at four. No. Not in this scenario. He's going to Arizona first. That's true, yeah. But the Cardinals aren't involved in this particular trade. But yeah, No, yeah. but I, I'm right. still living in that part of the real world where right. unless they get their socks knocked off. Right, right. Well, but, but, but look, him. maybe there's a situation where they they decide to go with Rosen and they take Joey Buster, Quentin Williams, and all of a sudden the Seahawks end up with uh, Kyler Murray – Noah Fant and uh, and like Brian Burns and they're and they're just they like they just I mean would you trade yeah or Hakeem Hakeem Butler at the end of the first round. Okay, I mean there's you well, can do some different stuff right well that's the question would you trade Russell Wilson for Kyler Murray Noah Fant and Hakeem Butler I, I don't know the answer to that I think it the, depends how much you love Kyler you know what I mean it, yeah. it depends how much you love Kyler Murray um, all right, give me uh, – you got well, – They many, spent uh, a lot of time hanging around Baker Mayfield last year, didn't they? Yes, they did. So they probably know Kyler Murray pretty well. Maybe they were identifying Kyler Murray as a potential replacement for Russell Wilson at some point. I'm not – I am not even remotely conspiracy theorizing that. I'm just saying, you know, they, they didn't they, – they seemed to kind of like with the vibe they were getting from Baker, and he's not 6'3", last I checked. Yeah, for sure. Russell Wilson, also not 6'3". So – Kyler Murray also not six three. Yeah. All right. What uh? What else you got cooking over there? In the, uh... <laughs> what else you want? I, I mean, like I'm just wondering. Like, I, like I, I, I don't know how long this list is, and I don't even know if you got the list down. Like, no, like... that was really it. Okay, Those are okay, the two okay. that I. And one somebody else in the football business was like, "Hey, again, the first scenario. I'm not telling you it's something, but I'm also not telling you it's nothing." And then from there, I just kind of was like, "Okay, well." If I'm going to go down this road now, um, what else do I think would make sense? And then that's when I concocted the second one. Well, what about the uh, well? What about what about just a straight? You want to make one up now that we will then insert into the column? Do you yeah, want to yeah. door sorry. number three? Yeah, I'm, we'll we'll hatch one out together here before I have to take this dog for WALK. Yeah, okay, because I got to do the same thing. I will. Uh, I'll, I'll. I'll. What about the Giants? Like, listen, man, John, we need to make this happen. Russell, Ciara, need New York. We'll give you six, seventeen, a second rounder, and a twenty twenty second rounder for Russell Wilson. What do you? Oh, say? I want uh, three is the magic number. This is I want. We're doing super sexy three way trades here. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. You by all means, you do get, get going with your three way. Huh? This is like. Uh, all right, you be the you pick a team. Do we have the rights to play music? We should be playing like Jane's Addiction. Uh, three days right now. <laughs> three ways was the moment. Three lovers in three ways. Jane's, I saw Jane's Addiction at Lollapalooza, I think, back in the day. I saw Jane's Addiction many times. Jane's Addiction's great. Love me some Jane's Addiction. Um, um, but, uh, it's got to be a three. I'm not putting in a column if it's not a three-team trade. Come okay, on. That's, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Conventional should, wisdom I spit upon. You should name your um, – This is Pods with a Z. <laughs> you should you edit name, that out. No, I don't have to edit that out. Uh, you, like, can, you can keep that in? Yeah, I think so. Um, GD? All right, cool. I had to edit out an F-bomb from Sean. He said, F you, Ryan. He, he got a chance to say F you to Ryan. Oh, they got feisty? No, nah, he, he just, he was like, I was telling Breach he could tell Ryan to F off. And Breach was eventually yeah. like, and then Ryan was like, Sean was like, can I do it? I was like, yeah, sure, knock yourself out. And he, and he fired it right out. And you um, kept it in? 
No, I believe to that. I had to believe to that. Oh, all right, what? Uh, all right, so let's see. You pick a team. I mean, uh, we shouldn't force it, but like, if you, if you, you, you know, this is kind of. I feel like this is up your alley, is it not? I feel like this my wheelhouse. Is, I love this. Like handing a crayon to Picasso, you're kind of expecting something. I, I know. I'm sort of. I'm, the wheels are turning right now. I think you can take, rule the Packers out. Um, okay, what about? I don't know if this. No, that is won't there work. one involving Denver? I don't see. I don't see. I was even no, thinking like with the Flacco thing. I was even thinking somebody. All right, what about Washington? Oh, poor Russell Wilson. I don't want to wish that upon him. Okay, we can't. We can't do that to Russ. Even in hypothetical universe, we can't do that to Russ. Um, what about this number thirty-two? <laughs> 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 I don't know that the Patriots could trade for Russell Wilson, can they? No. Okay. We can't even, we can't do that. Yeah. That's. You can do it. Why don't you, you should, you know what, here, I don't want to do your job for you. But once I write this column, then you should take it to freaking, you know what I mean? A whole nother level and just write like back crazy stuff. I have to bleep that out, but that's fine. Um, I, I could, uh. So wait, I, you can say God, but not bat. I think so. I, th- I don't. Maybe I have to leave them both out. We'll find out. What? Uh, what? Maybe I. Maybe I should do a hypothetical trade for every single team in the NFL for Russell Wilson and, and rank them. Um, that would. That would be taking it to the next level. Uh, so like the Steelers aren't. Tra- I mean, do we? Agree? The Steelers are not involved. The Steelers aren't. Like I'm trying to think of like a. What about the Titans? All right. What about this? All right. What about this? Let's do. Um, let's. Uh, I'll be the Titans. Do they have the draft capital to do it? I mean, I think if you're Tennessee, you would give up. That's just trade a one your next three number ones for him this year, you, next year, and the year after. I think you give up uh, nineteen fifty one, um, and and a twenty twenty first and second. So you're just you're just gonna be without a first and second round pick for the next two years. But you're getting Russell Wilson, um, and uh, you're sending. Market. What, 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 what about Marcus Mariota? Ugh. Marcus Mariota can't work in that Seahawks offense. Can he? You gotta, dude. You gotta play to win. You gotta be able to. You're gonna trade Russell Wilson, who had like a grade two high ankle sprain, where he's supposed to be out six weeks, and played five days later for Marcus Mariota. Yeah, <laughs> it's not not great. There's just not a lot of teams that he makes that makes sense to. No, I mean that's why I, he's with it too. After that guy gave me the one, I'm like, well, let me see what else. I spent like 45 minutes noodling on it. I'm like, ooh, I like this one. But then there wasn't a whole lot else leaping out at me. John Elway's not trading for him. No, nah, I mean they got Flacco there for 20. They're, you know, they, they owe him that money this year. I, I don't. They're probably going to draft a guy. I don't. I don't see. He, you know, would he the, did it once with. Would the Redskins? I mean, the, would the Redskins get involved? Yeah, that's what I said. I don't want to. The other, you probably cook and cock one with Washington, but I just don't want to send Russell there, even in, just on, on paper. It's <laughs> just out of, out of like you just, <laughs> out you just out of respect. Out of respect for Russell Wilson. Out of respect. Out of respect for his career. <laughs> he would hate. And, it he would hate it there, man. Um, was, yeah, I mean, it's just hard to find somebody unless it's like. You have to involve the. You almost have to involve the. Cardinals I mean, I just mean Miami. I mean Miami would be the other one where Russell's young enough that he could, you know, he could, he'd come out on the other end of the rebuild. But now you're trading. I mean, but you've got nothing to rebuild. And I think the problem. You know what I mean? The problem. With, I think Seattle would. You, you, I think Seattle. You would got be nothing else to do. Very interested in that because you give up. Let's say you give up thirteen, a two this year, and a first and a second next year. I mean, that first and second next year could be. Top. It just runs, but I just don't see Miami being there. Yeah. All right, we maybe maybe we hit a brick wall. 
We don't need to, we don't need to force well, it. Well, we we still have the DeLorean for another few hours, so feel free to text me. I, if I if I come I, I'll come up with some stuff while I'm while I'm driving around running dad errands and walking dogs and stuff, and I will come up with stuff. But you you go walk your dog, you write your column, you do what you got. I'm sure you got a busy day ahead of you with phone calls and, and things of that nature. And uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, April's flying by. What is it? What is today? The tenth? April the pod. In well, Pod's world, Pod world is, it's April 10th. Ten exactly. days into April. It's definitely not April 1st. Uh, it's March 31st. All right. And, uh, and we will hopefully talk soon, probably next next week, right? I, that's balls in your court, brother. Right, you got man. the digits. You know where to find me. All right, buddy. All right, man. Have a good one.